Australia's number one mum cast is NHM I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge. NHM I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge. Today we are going to talk about getting in touch with your intuitive self. Beck, I know that I feel like I'm intuitive, but I'm not sure if that's right. Like I just know that when I get home tonight, the house is going to be like Mm -hmm. a bomb. My daughter's undies will be everywhere because when she takes them off and goes to the toilet, she drops them around like confetti. I feel like Mick's going to be cranky maybe on the lounge. Is that intuition or is that just past experience? Past experience. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's learn about intuition. We really uh, love it if you could go to your podcast app or wherever you listen and give us a review. That helps heaps with sponsors and love coming back to the podcast. NHM. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge. Super excited to be joined by Renee Wilkinson talking about getting in touch with your intuitive self. Awesome. How do we do it, Renee? And how's it going to help us in our lives? Hello. <laughs> We're like, give us your information. We don't even say hello. <laughs> We're just exhausted, yeah. time for mums who want to sap you for everything you wear. Make life easy. Do it now. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine you called your website oh. that. <laughs> Sometimes you just, you can't basically make everything easy can you life can be hard sometimes you just have to work through it but tell us about um yeah our intuitive self is it something is it in women more than men or is that sexist i think it is yeah. I think generally speaking it is because women are more in touch with that fluid emotive yeah. side we're open to that whereas men generally are more linear and yeah structured and i like true. that that's a less sexist way of saying yeah. it, yeah. it? <laughs> fluid and, and linear <laughs> i like yeah. it everyone has their qualities <laughs> yes Chris, you're so linear <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Can't you be open minded to be going out with the girls on a Wednesday night to get a bit be sloshed? Louis about so it. Linear. I love it. I love it. That is our new. That is no, so but coming into you know what? Voice. I'm sure it's in them, but also I guess from just years of basically society being a certain way yeah. that we live. You know, obviously men are working on it more to get in touch with their fluid self, right? Totally. But it's going to take a while. So what makes us better and intuitive? Let's discuss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how can we get more intuitive? Yeah, I think everyone is intuitive to start off with. Like we're all born that way, but different growing up or different expectations shut it off a little bit. It's practice at the end of the day. Is It's like any – your intuition is like any muscle in your body. So it's – practicing it daily if you can to expand on it and work on it so the first suggestion I always have is a daily meditation practice whatever meditation looks like for you but you can find specific ones that start asking you to open different areas of your mind or your awareness so that you can start hearing those parts of yourself so what do you just google intuitive meditation or what would you do yeah well well, I have a, I have a course <laughs> okay, that, cool. awesome. that assists with that, just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> My husband and I have started a course to help with that. Okay, cool. But um, a really great app, a free app is Insight Timer. Okay. So they have a whole bunch of meditations on there for free, guided meditations. And if That's you cool. st- uh, type in intuition or intuition activation there'll be something in there oh, actually cool. i think i have one free one on there under my name as well hey, okay, cool. there, now that i think about it yeah. and then you might buy the course after if you go totally. <laughs> love it <laughs> love the freebie i'll yeah. be for more here's my credit card so how would you basically go about helping us notice our intuition maybe yeah I think it's being aware of those like no such thing as coincidences like having those thoughts of like oh maybe I should turn left instead of right and then 
being curious about following through with that, like maybe doing a little experiment for a week. And when you get those little gut feelings, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow that and see mm-hmm. see what happens and start gaining some evidence for yourself. Okay. Like, when I did follow that, this is what happened. Or when I went against it, mm-hmm. shit fell apart. Like, well, you do yeah. often feel like, and um, sometimes you feel like, I know people talk about in yoga when you're feeling in your flow, that's not the... <laughs> that you've got your period, it's that (laughs) things are going along in a certain way and everything's good and good and good and good. Whereas when you're not, um, you're on a certain path and things just go crap and crap and crap and crap. Do you think they're going like that for a reason and maybe you shouldn't be on that path? Yeah, just not listening to – whatever you want to call your intuition, like your gut feelings or your inner self or Mm -hmm. your self-awareness, like everyone has different names for it. Intuition might be a bit airy-fairy for some people, but I'm sure we've all, especially as women, had gut feelings of like, I've just – got to do this and especially mums out there have gut feelings about their kids yes. all the time yeah, yeah. that really strong yeah, instinct of like doing this and you know what half the time with intuition around your kids it goes against the rules don't you think yeah, Beck? or it's like sure. this isn't what the textbook would tell me to do that but yeah. this is how i feel and about my kid that, and it I works medically as well with um with children and things like that when a mother is just so adamant that there's something up with the child that yeah. they won't take no for an answer and eventually you you hear all these stories that they've suddenly found that and there is something really wrong and the mother was right the whole time and it's mm. it's a kind of scary thing but it yeah. is mother's mother's intuition is a huge thing i think i really believe that exists so definitely. how else in what other areas of your life can I help you with i think intuition is a superpower I think it just makes – it's the cheat sheet to life. So we kind of have this structured expectations of what we're supposed to do, where we're supposed to go. But as you were just saying, like your intuition sometimes goes against the textbook or what's expected of you, but it can have a bigger and greater outcome. So listening to your intuition a little bit more can make life easier for you. You've just got to have the courage to go against – yeah. what's expected of you sometimes. and sometimes that's so hard because you so have hard. these outcomes that you want for your life and you've told your partner and everyone else that this is what's going to happen and then when it's not really working out for you the same can be said for, of relationships and marriages mm. and all of that sort of stuff just facing the truth sometimes or what you feel is just so hard so a lot of people spend a lot, lot of time not doing it right yeah intuition is probably one of the most courageous things you can follow and there's this quote that says intuition makes sense after you follow it not before so you have all these little gut feelings or nuances and you're like oh I've just got to do something about it but it doesn't make complete logical sense until it's like hindsight like you can look back and go oh I see why I had to take that step and do that thing now it all makes sense but in the moment it's kind of like Mm. WTF what's yeah, <laughs> what are some of the things so obviously you flex your intuition muscle what are some mm. of the things that it's helped you out with in your life um uh, one of the biggest things were probably doing my teacher tra- my yoga teacher training so I used to work in tv I was a script supervisor for Australian dramas and short films and um I had a job offer and it was a five-week contract and I kind of was getting this like uh, my brain was going, do it, get the money, like <laughs> go there, do the things. Um, but then the intuition was like, oh no, maybe not, not so sure. And um, it's so hard as well when yeah. everything on the page yeah. tells you. Like I can remember I'd been working as a stand-up comedian for very many years and then got offered uh, for Melbourne International Comedy Festival one of their main venues in Town Hall, which was the step to the next step. And wow, how amazing. And then I got an offer from afters to fly to Sydney and do radio. And I just thought, 
Oh, and my brain was telling me, you've worked hard at stand-up for so many years. You've only been doing radio for a year or so. Just go, go and do, this is your dream. It was telling me that was my dream and it had been my dream for so long. But I was like, I just want to go, I might just go to Sydney. I don't know how I'm going to live. but <laughs> And it ended up working out really well. Yeah, but that's like a yeah. super prime example of like in the moment it didn't make sense. No. Like it didn't make sense, but here you are yeah, yeah. that's true that's yeah. amazing isn't it so that yeah. was yeah the same for me of it it wasn't making sense but something was saying oh no just just say no to this one and once I said no a teacher yoga teacher training popped up and it was my first teacher training and it was happening smack bang in the middle of that block of those five weeks so and that did a 180 of my whole life like it it ended up where I am now with a yoga owning a yoga yeah. studio yeah. <laughs> so if that little moment hadn't happened there I probably wouldn't end up yeah what about your clients? What sort of oh. things have you helped them out with? It's more so finding that flow, okay. trusting that. So, for example, um, just had a woman who went through a six-week mentorship with me and I taught her about, or together we learn about finding the feeling, finding that intuitive feeling when listening, learning when it's your gut or when it's your instincts and when it's your head. Yeah, because sometimes it can be hard to tell the difference, I reckon. Yeah, totally. And that's what all this mentorship is about, is learning to differentiate between the stories in the head and that gut instinct, that knowingness that is you but not quite you, a little bit of a better version. (laughs) Am I feeling sick because this is not my life journey or am I feeling sick because I'm pregnant and in reflux (laughs) or because I haven't eaten for seven hours. (laughs) And and the really cool thing in in the course that my husband and I have put together, Awaken Your Intuition, we actually teach muscle testing, which is part of what I use in kinesiology, but it's a physical tool that gives you a physical response of what your intuition is. So you have that thought of like, oh, is this my brain or is this actually happening? And you can test and get it physically see oh this is my intuition I can take action on it I can move ahead with it so getting that physical tool takes it out of the head because we can go around forever is there a way to encourage our children to be more intuitive (laughs) I would say open conversation and not shutting down so sometimes the way you can shut it down is like they say oh I'm seeing Fred and I'm having lunch with Fred and there's no one kind of sitting there to your eyes it's going okay Tell me more about Fred. What is he like engaging in that? Encouraging. Imagine. Oh, that because they do, they carry on with crap, don't they? Imagination. Yeah. Sometimes it is. That and my mum is a teacher and she says that's really great how my girls do that. My oldest prefers so me. I can't do it because mine are older and it's called lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I was excellent at school today, mum. When, um, when my oldest goes to sleep now, she prefers not to read a bedtime story. She likes to make it up with me. So we make up the story from the night before and then she says, oh, tonight, mummy, the, the heart of Tafiti Moana's, um, <laughs> it's locked in the boat. And the pirates aren't going to get it. I go, okay, oh, okay. And then I creative writer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess encouraging their little lines that so way. So they could do meditation, couldn't they, as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. Oh, my God, are you kidding? Yeah, I've heard this. It's yeah. really, so there's, there's, really helpful. Okay. Yeah, there's different types of meditation. Obviously, kids' meditation is usually a bit shorter because yeah. of their attention spans. That so how really do you do. meditate with your kids? Yeah, so it's finding what works for them so like there's a little boy he's about six or seven that I've taught Mm. him to meditate and we just figure out well his mum asks him of the day who's his like protector who's his superhero that's gonna so sometimes Mm. it's spider-man sometimes it's black panther it's like all right black panther's gonna take your hand and where is he leading you let's go for a walk with black and so he closes his eyes and goes on the walk with black panther or black panther if he has because this particular little boy was having nightmares or feeling like okay. uh, bad things were coming yeah. in when he was mm-hmm. like monsters under the bed kind yeah. of thing. So 
his bedtime story or his bedtime meditation was holding hands with Black Panther and Black Panther standing guard beside his bed and protecting him from oh, whatever cool. comes up. Yeah. yeah, so it's like little meditations like that and working with what they're attracted to Yeah. so that it, it creates that visualisation for them. That's I like cool. it. Children. I love that too. Mm. That is mm. good. Oh, <laughs> how else can we encourage mindfulness in our kids? Any? Yeah, it's um, one thing I like to do is like uh, imagining a protective bubble so that they feel like other people's stuff bounces off of them. So if they're having trouble with someone at school or something like that or people that they don't really get along with, just imagining that they sit in a bubble and all the bad stuff or the bad words or the scary stuff, it bounces off that bubble and it's whatever they put in the bubble that stays with them. So happiness or excitement or feeling good, that's kind of one way to oh, keep that nice. little... Yeah, yeah. Little, and whenever they feel uncomfortable, it's like, have you put your bubble up? Are you, are you in your bubble right now? Like, so cute. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Or imagining when they're in the shower washing off anything that feels yuck like if they feel like they're heavy or they feel sad or I mean they're allowed to feel sad obviously but just washing off if they feel like they've got other people's words on them or if they're being picked today yes so that kind of gentle mindfulness they don't have to dive deep into know thyself but yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like that my daughter goes I am meditating. And she says, yeah, okay. my, kids are yeah. my kids do that too. They like, sit in a circle was, and they put I their go, fingers up and they're all meditating. Okay. <laughs> that was like half a second. So, so it's interesting because it, even my preschooler, and he's four, mm. they do yoga class yeah. as part of, as one of their lessons at school. I and think it must be different from adult. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but she's an ex-yoga teacher, one of their preschool teachers, yeah. so she happily takes them in a class and it's a proper class that they do once a week. Yeah. Um, and William, my little one, loves it. So cool. And he just – and I think it really helped. Well, the teachers have said that they notice – a real difference with the kids from before they've gone in there to after and they're yeah. just calm and contained and I think that that's a oh, really that's cool, cool thing yeah. for kids to be yeah. doing these so, days. So, yeah, yoga and breath work yeah. can really help calm They do that. They teach um, in kindergarten. It's interesting because they're stressed in yeah. kindergarten or a little bit. They teach um, breathing in the flowers and blowing out the oh, candle. Oh, how cool. Oh. Yeah, that's really cool. That's, so yeah. <laughs> that's way cute. It is, it is, I'm it? totally so taking that to one. their stress levels down when yeah. they're nervous or just when we're just dropping them off, the teachers have taught us that as well. It's, yeah. I think that's little things like that are really cool for kids. Me, and yeah, well. it has a huge effect in the yeah. parasympathetic nervous system, which is where you start picking up those um, subconscious beliefs and programs. So in retraining the part, the neural pathway now, instead of going, school means I'm stressed, it goes, no, mm. I'm getting to school, I'm feeling the the anxiety, the bubbles up and go, yeah. okay, breathe in the flowers, oh, yeah. out the candle. Yeah. The when they get the wobbles, they breathe in the flowers. <laughs> That's really <laughs> cute. Fantastic. How cool is that? Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you so much, Renee. Thank well, you, Beck. I'm breathing you. in the flowers, <laughs> blowing out the candles. Not another birthday. I can't handle another party right now. <laughs> oh it's God. too stressful. <laughs> NHM, I got it from my mama, would love your support. To help out, review us in your podcast app, win incredible mama and family experiences at nhmnewcastlehuntermamas.com. <laughs>